Well, it's the end of the work week, but the Dallas Stars will be hard at work this weekend, starting tonight in the Windy City, taking on the Chicago Blackhawks. On today's show, we'll preview this entire game, catch up with Chicago and see what they've been up to since the last time these teams met, talk about the matchups to be on the lookout for, and give you my overall thoughts and predictions on this game. All of this coming up on a Friday edition of Locked on Stars. Let's go! Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars, local credential member of the media. It is Friday, February 14th. It is February 18th, uh, Valentine's Day. It was on Monday. Thank you guys for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. Be sure to also rate and review if you like what you hear. Well, folks, uh, like I said, we are at the end of another week, but we still have a lot to look forward to as far as Dallas Stars hockey. A big game tonight in Chicago against the Blackhawks, and, and then on Sunday night, uh, the Stars will be traveling to Arizona to take on a struggling Coyotes team, but we'll worry about that game once we get there. Tonight is all about Stars. Blackhawks, the Blackhawks come into this game seventh in the Central Division. The Central Division, a very top Heavy division with six pretty good teams, one excellent team, and the Colorado Avalanche, who the Stars just took down on Tuesday night by a score of four to one. And the last time these teams met up, it was in Dallas right before Christmas, right before the infamous COVID shutdown right around Christmas, New Year's time. Uh, one of the last games the Stars did play before that shutdown, but the Stars won that game by a score of four to three. Many of you remember John Klingberg scoring the game winner in overtime. Joe Pavelski notched two goals. Jason Robertson got a goal. And of course, that was the the scary incident. Uh, that game did have that incident where Brett Connolly did hit Tanner Caro, but now Tanner Caro is back on the ice, uh, certainly not the most productive member offensively for this Stars team, but nonetheless, uh, Taylor Caro is healthy and he is skating and playing hockey again. So a great sign uh, that hit um, that I don't think was ill intention necessarily to do what it did to Tanner Caro. Uh, Tanner is now back and playing hockey again and seems to be healthy, all things considered. So a very good thing there, and I'm sure he's excited to get on the ice tonight against the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks overall are three, six, and one in their last 10 matchups. And all three of those wins, oddly enough, came away from home. They were on the road uh, at Detroit, at Edmonton, at Winnipeg. Their last game, they actually played a 3-1 to -one victory over the Winnipeg Jets. Um, and it's kind of weird. Uh, with that said, and it was like, man, their only three wins over the last 10 games are road games. And in fact, they have not been a very good home team this season. Not a very good team overall, as they do have a overall losing record, but their home record sits at 8-11-3. At the time of recording this, all of these numbers do need to be taken uh, with a grain of salt, if you will, because I'm recording this before the Thursday night slate of games, which includes a Blackhawks matchup with the Columbus Blue Jackets at home. So some of the stats and numbers may be a little bit different by the time you're hearing this, uh, but pretty much going to all be the same or similar, uh, depending on what happens in this matchup going in. So take these numbers with that in mind. Um, so I guess their home record might, you know, have an extra win. 
might have an extra loss, might have an extra OT loss in the column. One of those numbers will have changed by the time you hear this episode. But tonight's game against the Stars is the second of six straight at home. Like I said, they are playing the Columbus Blue Jackets on Thursday. By the time you're hearing this, that game will have long been concluded. And this Blackhawks team, uh, they're in an interesting place. I think many, including myself, expected them to maybe take a step forward this season. This is a team that was arguably the team of the 2010s across the NHL. Several Stanley Cup championships, of course, now the the one back in the 2010-2011 era, um, obviously shrouded in a lot of controversy now. This whole organization just kind of been you know talked about off the ice. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you can you can look it up. I'm not going to dive into it here, but um, just so many terrible things that that happened in that organization several years ago, and probably even longer that that we still maybe don't know about. And uh, seems to be a little bit of a lack of accountability there. That's all I'll say on that matter. Um, again, there are better sources to give you that information. Uh, that's not what I'm here to do today. But again, there are sources where uh, you can find out a little bit what's been going on with the Blackhawks off the ice. But I'm here to give you a preview of this game um, because if I talked about the off the ice stuff, we would probably be here for a while because um, there is quite a bit. And I encourage you to to educate yourself and find a little bit of it. But again, uh, I, I digress from there. But overall, um, this team, you know, we thought they were going to take a step forward on the ice, led by some of the same cast of characters that were on some of those championship teams, like 2007 first overall pick Patrick Kane. He has 12 goals, 34 assists, 46 points total on the season. And 2006 third overall pick captain of the team, Jonathan Taves, four goals, 15 assists, 19 points in total. He is actually listed day to day as of February 15th. So he might not have played in that game last night against Columbus and he might not play against Dallas tonight. So certainly something to be on the lookout for there. He's having a down year statistically. He's had some fantastic seasons throughout the stages of his career, having a down year this time around, but still a guy that has been a staple of this team for quite some time and a guy you do need to take into account whenever he is playing on the ice, just like the Chicago Blackhawks all-star this season, Alex Dabrinkit, one of the young, bright stars on this team, the future of the franchise, 28 goals, 12 assists, 40 points in total. Goal leader on this team by a country mile. Uh, he's an excellent scorer, excellent with the puck on his stick. Uh, Alex Dabrinkit, certainly a guy that the Stars will need to watch closely for the entire 60-minute game and every second he is on the ice. Brandon Hagel, another part of this young core, 14 goals, 13 assists on the season, 23 years old, 24-year-old Dylan Strome, another guy that this franchise is currently being built around, nine goals, 12 assists on the season, and of course, defenseman, former Columbus Blue Jacket Seth Jones, uh, who was acquired by the Blackhawks over the offseason, three goals, 27 assists, 30 points on the season. He is 27 years old, so still, you could argue, in the prime of his career, Seth Jones is. And he's really the only consistent blue line scorer for the Chicago Blackhawks team. Uh, you have Eric Gustafson, who has 14 points. Uh, that's you know second on the team in defenseman points, which uh, Seth Jones has 30. So uh, not even half the amount of points that Seth Jones has at the time of recording this. Calvin DeHaan, four points, uh, who normally plays a lot of the same minutes as Seth Jones on that top defensive duo, so only four points from him. And Caleb Jones, another guy, only four points on the season. So if you're getting scoring from the Blue Jackets, not Blue Jackets, from the Chicago Blackhawks on the blue line, it is likely coming from a goal from Seth Jones or more likely an assist this season, racking up 27 assists, which is no number to scoff at by any means. Uh, having a pretty good season is Seth Jones on the Chicago team with his first season with the squad. And of course, you can't talk about the Chicago Blackhawks right now without talking about their goalie situation led by Mark andre Fleury, former Vesna Trophy winner, 
standout player throughout the entirety of his career. The hot topic of many trade conversations, there is a good chance that he will not be a Chicago Blackhawk by the time the trade deadline comes and goes on March 21st. Regardless, he's having an okay season by his standards. I think part of it is also the team he's playing for. He has a 16-17-3 record, a 2.8 goals against average, and a 9-10 save percentage. So not awful numbers by any stretch of the imagination, but certainly not the numbers we are used to seeing Flower put up pretty much throughout the entirety of his career. But again, he's not on as solid of a defensive team as he's been in the past. And also the offense seems to be a little lackluster at times with this Chicago team. So you can't blame it all on him. Uh, and obviously 16 wins, nothing to scoff at the goals against average sub three. So you can't complain there. And then the save percentage is only about, uh, you know, Holtby and Ottinger sit around a nine, one, two, nine, one, three percentage. So nine, 10 and all reality is not bad at all. However, I don't know if Andre Fleury is getting the start against Columbus on Thursday, if he played in that game, or if they're saving him for Friday night. If not, if the Stars don't see Fleury between the pipes, they will see Arvid uh, Suderboom. Um, only one game started this season, which came in a loss January 2nd against the Calgary Flames. He gave up four goals in that game, did record 37 saves, but uh, there's a chance that we could see him between the pipes, or maybe they'll start Marc-Andre Fleury in a back-to-back uh, you never really know, but those are probably going to be the guys that we will be likely to see between the pipes for this Chicago team. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors, including yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. These are going to be your new favorite flavors. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, including the Puffs, 100% real chocolate. They also only contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste, they make it so it tastes delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Your host, Dane Lewis, here at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter at locked on stars. Be sure to give us a follow there. If you do not do so already continuing to talk about tonight's matchup between the Dallas stars and the Chicago Blackhawks to get your weekend started off, right? Uh, the stars and the Blackhawks, both teams looking to improve themselves on special teams have been a big talking point for the stars this season. And they have an opportunity to continue to boost their numbers tonight against the Blackhawks. Chicago coming into this game at the time of recording the 17th and power play across the NHL. So about middle of the pack, a little bit below average, but still finding themselves actually having a decent year on the man advantage. But on the PK, it is a completely different story. They rank 28th in PK percentage, so not very good at all. They have a 35% power play percentage over the last 10 games going six for 22 in that stretch so the power play not awful not as bad as the stars had kind of been coming out of the all-star break but certainly leaving a lot to be desired overall but maybe they're going to start getting back into a groove whereas dallas has finally seemed to re 
they've reignited uh, the mojo, if you will, in the power play. They rank fifth at the time of recording this in power play percentage, 21st on the PK, which is a slow improvement from where they've been over the past several weeks. Still a long way to go, uh, but like we talked about a few episodes ago, the Stars PK has been lights out ever since the All-Star break concluded. Hopefully we will see more of that tonight in Chicago, and hopefully we will see the power play continue to be a threat as it was in Chicago, uh, Colorado, excuse me, on Tuesday night, and they can punish the Chicago Blackhawks the way they punished the Avalanche for putting them on the man advantage, especially if Joe Pavelski is on the ice. Joe Pavelski has historically been very good against the Chicago Blackhawks. In 52 games played, he has 44 points, 22 goals, 22 assists, six power play goals, and two shorthanded goals, uh, not that, that I'm expecting to see a shorthanded goal from Joe Pavelski or any Dallas star tonight because you don't really go into games expecting to see those. But that is worth noting that Joe Pavelski does have two shorthanded goals in his career against the Chicago Blackhawks and also six power play goals and 44 points overall. So be on the lookout for Joe Pavelski as he is the hot hand going into this game after dominating the Colorado Avalanche on Tuesday night. In between the pipes for the Dallas Stars, I'm actually pretty okay with whoever gets to start in this game. Obviously, you do have the day rest on Saturday, so if you want to play the same guy in both games, which would likely be Jake Ottinger, Coach Bonus and company can certainly do so. But Braden Holtby is 9-3-0 all-time in his career versus the Blackhawks. 9-1-5 save percentage and a 2-8-9 goals against average. Whereas Jake Ottinger, he's only played a handful of games against this Blackhawks team as young as he is. He has a 2-1-2 record all-time, five games started. Uh, in his career against the Blackhawks, a 903 save percentage and a 258 goals against average. So Jake Ottinger is clearly the hot hand in the crease for the Stars right now, but Brayden Holtzby does have pretty good numbers against this team and against this organization throughout his career. His numbers dip a little bit if you look at his numbers just on the road. Uh, I won't read those out loud now because I've already hyped him up too much to bring him down that way. Uh, so you know maybe you don't start him on the road against this Blackhawks team, but also I think that Brayden Holtzby is going to be looking to prove himself the next time he gets to start given what happened to him last time on Super Bowl Sunday against the Avalanche at home. Another guy to be on the lookout for that I feel like we haven't talked a lot about in these pregame previews this season is Ryan Suter, a guy who's played his fair share of games against the Blackhawks as well, being in the league as long as he has 78 games versus Chicago in his career. Seven goals, 38 assists, 45 points in total. 15 of those points coming on the power play. So Ryan Suter certainly having a very weird year, definitely not an awful year, but also not a great year, but a guy that has historically done pretty well against the Chicago Blackhawks. 15 power play points is pretty good over 78 games. Could be a little bit better, but if we do see number 20 out on any of those power play units, certainly look for him to make a play, whether it's a pass or a goal uh, when the Stars are on the main advantage, which hopefully, given the trend from their last game, we will see hopefully a good handful of times. And this Blackhawks team overall is a very top Heavy team. You know, you have Brandon Hagel, Dylan Strome, Patrick Kane, typically on that top line. Sometimes you maybe put Zimbrinkin on that top line. But really, other than that, offensively with their forwards, that's kind of it. Um, if Taves plays, you maybe throw him in there. But again, Taves is day-to-day, -day, so who knows if we do see him play. And if we do see him play, to what extent will his talent be unleashed on the Stars team? And then, of course, defensively, Seth Jones is really the only notable character on that defensive staff for this Blackhawks team. So this is another one of those teams. We say it with a lot of different squads. We kind of said it with Winnipeg, and now we're kind of you know thinking the same thing with this Chicago Blackhawks team. If you can shut down their big names, you're going to be just fine, and especially if you can do it on the road 
in another team's building, you're going to give yourself a really good chance to win. So the Stars need to go into this game realizing that this is a top-heavy Chicago Blackhawks team, and they need to know who the playmakers are and kind of maybe you know study up and see a little bit of who played well on Thursday and kind of take note of that and see what worked for them and what didn't work for them in their matchup against the Blue Jackets and then take full advantage of that on Friday's game. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetOnline.net. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full swing with both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right down to Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, continuing to talk about tonight's matchup between Dallas and Chicago. Your host, Dane Lewis, at Double underscore Lewis on Twitter. Be sure to give me a follow there if you do not do so already. It's time to predict what I think will go down in this game and give my overall final thoughts on this matchup before I send you on your way for the weekend. Dallas is 7-3 and three in their last 10 games, but it is worth noting amongst those losses, uh, two shutouts, one to the Washington Capitals, one to the Colorado Avalanche, and a blown lead against the Calgary Flames, the, the red-hot Calgary Flames, who now at this time, if I'm not mistaken, are actually atop the Pacific Division standings. No more Vegas Golden Knights in that number one spot. The Calgary Flames are the new sheriff in town. Uh, so that loss stinging a lot more for the Stars, knowing that what they were doing to that Calgary team before the collapse was quite impressive given what they've done now, but also maybe not too shocking that the start, maybe uh, Calgary actually came back and won that game rather than Dallas losing. Although Dallas did take their foot off a little bit and take, take their foot off the gas a little bit in that game. But I digress uh, blown lead and two shutouts over the last 10 games, but also seven really solid wins, including a win against Boston six to one, a win against the avalanche on the road, a win against Nashville at home overtime win against the jets at home. So some really good showings from the stars team over their last 10 matchups going into tonight's game. And of course the stars are riding a lot of momentum after Tuesday night's win. That's probably their best road win of the season, maybe in their top three best wins of the overall season. The Blackhawks, it is worth noting, are also coming off a win, like I said, but they are so inconsistent this season. That is really kind of the nitpick with this Chicago team. They opened the season with nine losses after everyone kind of thought this might be a year that they compete for a wild card spot or take that next step to truly being yet again a great organization within this league but they still are not quite there yet they do have some really nice young pieces but this is clearly not the season that we will see the return of the Blackhawks to the playoffs but maybe you know in the next season or two they'll finally kind of get things figured out and like I said to close out the last segment if the top players go off they have a chance to win but Dallas uh, really spent the last game that they played against Colorado shutting down some of their best players, kind of shutting down the top guys in their lineups, whether that was uh, Nazem Kadri, Kel McCarr, Gabriel Landeskog, Miko Ranton, and only giving up a goal to Nathan McKinnon. But really, Jake Ottinger especially deserves a lot of credit for it, but as do the defensemen for the Stars, shutting down all the guys that I just named, Kadri, McCarr, Landeskog, uh, Ranton and you name it. Uh, so, and really all those guys are better than anybody that Chicago has on their team, if you ask me. And so there shouldn't be too much of a tall task to ask the stars to look to shut down those guys. I mean, you have 
Seth Jones in the place of Kel McCarr. McCarr, a superior player there. And then, of course, the forwards I named, I think, better than any of the forwards on the Chicago team at the time, especially if Taves is day-to-day. I like the Stars in this game by a score of 4-2. to two. I think it could potentially be close just with the Stars playing on the road, as is the case even when they play inferior competition. But also, it's a divisional game, so the division games are always a little bit more physical, a little bit more chippy, maybe some more penalty minutes between both teams. But as we talked about earlier, the Stars with the clear advantage on special teams, especially now that the power play seems to be reignited a little bit. And maybe uh, we'll see Joe Pavelski or maybe some other players get involved on the power play in tonight's game. And then for my first goal of the game, I'm going to predict Rupe Hints. I feel like Robo and Pavs have gotten a lot of the attention on the top line over the last few games. But I think it's Rupe's turn to finally take over the game early on, scoring hopefully pretty quick. Uh, that's been a good sign for success for the Stars team this season. It's when they score early, they do well, but especially at home, but also uh, on the road. It bodes well for them whenever they score fast and with efficiency. And I think Group A Hints gets it started tonight in the Windy City. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Bets podcast. Be sure to check them out if you're planning on making any bets this weekend, whether that's in the NBA, the NHL, you name it. Uh, I don't know. I was about to say Olympics. I don't know if you can bet on the Olympics. I'm actually not educated on that. But if you can, I'm sure they talk about it at Locked on Bets. Be sure to check them out. Be sure to tune in on Monday. On Monday, we'll be breaking down Sunday's game between the Stars and the Coyotes. So you won't want to miss that. We'll be talking about the weekend as a whole, but especially highlighting that Arizona matchup. But we will see you then, Stars fans. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast if you do not do so already, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. We're free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow at both of those places if you do not do so already. But that's going to do it for me, Stars fans. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Stay warm, stay safe, be loud, wear green, go Stars. You guys know the drill. We'll see you back here on Monday.